on Lupin the Third, Part Five: The Crook's Resolve. On Food Wars, Shokugeki no Soma. God, strong. On Boruto, number two, next generations. Mitsuki is conflicted as his forgotten feelings thoughts resurface until he decides to become a hidden leaf shinobi. And over to Shippuden. During the tuning exam, Sasuke witnesses Naruto's growth as a Sonobi. I'm obviously done with the origin as an interact comic. I'll promise to mother. And um, My Hero Academia special episode. Save the world of love. And I think I missed the Black Rover once now. So, let's load it up and try to see what that one says. You know, I swear I took a picture you know. So that's another uh wait time. It's a wait. Wait. Hope it doesn't crash uh, the thing and I first opened it up and decided, oh hey. I like how it doesn't move me on the list, you know, first. It's always fun because it's just such a Oh, I love it when it's safe to get all Alright. I'm Black Clover. Peasant Trap. That wasn't worth it. And now, on to the rest of the show. Ah, you could have seen. Okay, uh, thank you, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Words. Okay, let's get you uh, up close and updatable here as to what is going on. Um, there we go. Thank you, Shane. Boot. All righty. Let's uh, get you to the rest of this broadcast, which, of course, will give you uh, the week in review. Uh Plus a few other things. First, little news, and we'll try to get everybody, everybody's theme uh, created. A uh, little news. Apparently, following the broadcast of Attack on Titan episode 56, fans noticed that, unlike the other episodes seen on Toonami, uh that had the post-credit scene intact, episode 56, your post-credit scene, which was available in Japan and those who watched the sub, was absent from the Toonami broadcast. A gasp may be heard throughout the round. Following an investigation by Jason and, and the programming whizzes at Cartoon Network on Monday, it was found that somebody in the programming editing department, chopped off that scene by mistake. Uh, Toonami later posted the deleted scene on its Facebook to compensate for the mistake. We're going to air it right here on this little broadcast. So here's the scene that you missed because it was edited. Uh, Attack on Titan, episode 56, the, pro, the post-credit scene, uh, which, uh, by the way, uh, 50, episode 57 will air uh, tonight. 
So here is episode 56's post-credit scene. Um, we recommend, do recommend all Titan fans view the video once caught up, as the scene does contain some important elements going forward. So, so here it is. We'll air it, and if Toonami does, congratulations. If Toonami don't, you already know who aired it. Us. <laughs> Play it, boys! Oops, hold up, hold up. Obviously, obviously, we are having our own problems, so let's go for this again. One, two, three, schlatza. without your armbands. And Grisha, you mustn't go past the walls for any reason. <laughs> Wait for me! <laughs> Don't worry, Mom. We'll be good. Yeah, we'll see you later, okay? <laughs> we'll see you later, too. This way. Come on. When I first considered how best I should start my story, my thoughts turned to that day at once. <laughs> Tonight's episode, you got a lot from last night now. Okay. So we gave you the episode uh, post-credit scene of uh, 56. Enjoy episode 57. And apologies for even our little tech burps. Um, Anaplex has released a new trailer for part two of the Project Alkanization during the Sow Axe 2019 panel on Saturday, but we'll we'll enjoy that one in our own little mind lean werbles. Uh, and of course, as uh, Jay said, uh, the America Mecca series 
Jen Locke, August 3rd. Can't wait. Okay. Okay, let's get you to uh, the Fight for the Fallen live coverage of uh, the AEW uh, tribute to our uh, men and women. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll give you uh, the full details on tonight's edition of the Sports Final, which I will be hosting uh, at 11:30, or excuse me, at 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, taking a look at uh, some uh, wrestling news, not a lot. Not a lot of wrestling news to uh, come back in. Oh, uh, let's bring you the recap of Impact Wrestling, or as we like to call it, Gypsy Wrestling, because they've moved to so many networks that they thought they were safe on their own. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, let's uh, do this uh, to perfection of it, uh, shall we? Yes, we shall. Okay. Um, we had the recap of Slammiversary uh, 17 results. Triple Thread Knockouts match, etc. Let's uh, let's bring you uh, that much. Uh, Don Callis and Josh Meshviews, welcome fans to tonight's episode. Uh, the first match was Moose versus. Mr. Monday Night R.V.D. Moose won the match uh, via pinfall on that one. Next was the first blood match between Eddie Edwards and Killer Cross. Eddie Edwards, uh, okay, he's doing good um, in singles. Meanwhile, uh, Killer Cross... His uh, face paint reminded wrestling fans of the less, of the legendary wrestler Vampiro. Interesting. Uh, let's see. Yadidi yadidi you. Uh, we had the uh, fall the uh, four uh, ladies uh, monster brawl. Uh, the Impact Knockouts Championship, and along to talk to uh, both uh, Callis and uh, um, what's his face was, of course, the Zombie Princess, former member of the All World Wrestling League, Mr. Jimmy Jacobs. And Jacobs stated that he thought this match was out of this world, but that the best one was the current Knockout Champion, Talia Valkyrie. Well, guess what? She's now still your uh, champion. Because she literally went through hell to uh, um, get the the, uh, title back from some of the roughest women in the sport. This was, by the way, I do believe the second ever women's monster ball. Uh, Why one? Um... We had the Impact Tag Team Championship match. Um, the North, 
shocked the Impact fans when they beat LAX at Bash at the Brewery and became the new champions. It became a triple threat as the North defended against the Rascals and LAX, and the North retained. LAX, by the way, a little key uh, bon mot. That would be the last match under their Impact Wrestling contract. LAX has recently signed a deal and will be returning to Major League Wrestling, which means they'll be shown on an actual network, BN Sports, with Jim Cornette and some other guy at the microphone. Don't know who he is. Uh, let's see. We had the tag team matchup. Johnny Impact, Michael Elgin versus Tommy Dreamer and the great Muta. And uh, that was that was interesting. Uh, Sammy Callahan t- took on uh, Tessa Blanchard for an intergender match, which included baseball bats. Uh, it was the first time that a female competitor was in the main event match of an Impact pay-per-view, as well as the first time they had an equal rights match. Uh, and it truly went uh, beyond even uh, everyone's uh, impressions. Now, uh, after the break, Petey Williams came to the Impact War Room to talk about the X-Division match between Rich Juan and Johnny Impact. Williams thought that Impact hit everything and pulled out all the stops, but thought that Swan was just many steps ahead, which helped him win and retain. There's the word I was looking for, so much so that Johnny took to Anklin. The final match that the Impact team talked about was Brian Cage versus Michael Elgin for the Impact World Championship and the chaos that fueled this uh, big matchup. Elgin tried to put some severe damage on Cage, tried to make him not show up to defend his title. It backfired, and this was also the match where Rhino made his comeback. Scott Damore chimed in on his thoughts about the match. Do we have uh, that on uh, audio? Okay, then play it, please. Scott Demore talking about the heavyweight match between Brian Cage and Michael Elgin. Um, a feature match was underway was Jordan Grace taking on Kira Hogan versus Madison Rain, or as we like to all call her, Mrs. Josh Matthews. And the winner of that match was Jordan Grace. Rain, of course, not happy with the loss and goes to attack Grace. Hogan decides to help and team up with Rain to take out Grace. So it looks like 
for the ladies' side, there was not only a little rain, but a lot of but a lot of Hogan. Oh well, somewhere out there, there's there's some uh, madness. All right. Uh, so there went your Impact Wrestling Eventage Plus, first time ever. A little audio. Wow. Exciting, wasn't it? Um, by the way, Roman Reigns, we congratulate him on his SB win. Mahjong. Uh, let's see here. Nia Jax training for a WWE return. WWE is casting for a Fight Like a Girl series. Okay, there's there's something there. Mm. Okay, let's give you a little piece, little... Uh, uh, live report, live coverage of the AEW Fight for the Fallen, as we were just given the uh, medieval blessing here. Uh, here's the card for the match. That will be get matches beginning at uh, 7.30 uh, East, 4.30 on the West Coast. The event will stream for free on BR Live. That's Bleacher Report. Uh all Elite Wrestling's YouTube will be also streaming the buy-in. Uh, Cody and Dustin Rhodes will uh, be taking on the Young Bucks. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Seema. Brandy Rhodes versus Ali. Hangman Adam Page taking on Kip Sabayan. Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix versus Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian. Dark Order versus Jack Evans and Angelico versus Jungle Boy. And Luchasaurus, winners advance to All Out for an opportunity at a first-round bye in the AEW World Tag Team Titles Tournament. Uh, the buy-in will be Britt Baker and Rio versus B. Presley and Shoko Nakajima. Uh, another uh, buy-in uh, tap dance will have MJF, Sean Spears, and Sammy Guavera. Taking on Jody, Joey Janela, Darby Allen, and Jimmy Havoc. And the librarian, Peter Avalon. Although I rather prefer he be either the professional or producer, Peter Avalon. But I understand. Copyright. Uh, with the librarian, Leva Bates. Takes on Sunny Kiss. And also scheduled to appear in all this, Shamanta Fool. Will be... So there you go. There's your uh, lead into all the matches. And uh, by the way, Fight for the Fallen will be at the Daily's Play Sample Theater in my second hometown, Jacksonville. Uh, so there you go, folks. We will bring it all to you. We'll bring you all the results of that next week. Uh, here on WrestleMania Hut, and of course on the L2C Sports Final uh, tonight, 11. So we got everything good here. Everything's good. Now, probably what the world wants us to talk about: what we thought 
of, well, by we, I mean our uh, L2C Media Network news te- news uh, folk, thought of uh, last of uh, this week's um, deposition Fandango. And for that, we go straight to the control room at the Satellite Center. Standing by, here's Franklin Pangborn. Franklin? I didn't. I didn't say that. I. I don't know. That never happened. Yes, if you thought. Yes, if you thought. Thank you. Thank you, Bex. Yes, if you thought we were going to get any straight answers from Monica's puppet, boy, are we wrong. In fact, Ron Toya's whole deposition was more a uh, dichotomy of duh, doy, and. I don't know than ever before. In fact, if we played you most of the uh, most of the transcript, you would all probably think that we had gag writers. The testimony, the um, uh, deposition itself, on all corners, all sites, would have made you gag. But there's one thing that Ron Toye's deposition proved he knows less about who he works for or who his wife works for than a virgin at a a first time orgy it was that awful and the less said about that the better so now what's next how did Vic do Well, we tell you, but unfortunately, they put a no-no on us from marrying highlights because we didn't get permission. There you go. We didn't get permission from the other side either for airing Ron's highlights, which is why we're doing our own little version. Vic's uh, testimony we're we're still looking at, but let's just say... All parties that have been heard from already um, have some very interesting uh, point, made some very interesting points in their depositions. Uh, Ron, however, has proven, unless he is one hell of a good actor, Mr. Toye has proven that, well, not exactly. Is he not working for Funimation, but he may be the one that destroys them. I know. For those of you who saw the deposition that we speak of, of Ron Toya, you are probably asking the same question that I am. Are you sure Monica Real is married to this arse? I gotta say, well, I gotta, I've got a good answer for that. You're picking on the wrong, per- you're picking on the wrong person in this night. I, I apologize. I apologize. Our apologies to you're our friends at Kick Vic side. You're supposed to be picking on Vic, not the other guys. Well, we gotta do even. As for Vic, no, no, we don't. Okay. Nobody said we have well, to. We're not, we're not unbiased. Nobody said we're unbiased. It's an opinion based. We're not show. unbiased. Okay, you are correct. You are correct. 
Goya's responses, or not responses, were of his own design. As for Vic, same statement, different music. We'll just have to see what happens. We've yet to hear Monica, and we've yet to hear from Jamie. And then comes Funimation. Then the fun will begin. But um, for the kickback side, I will state they may have won. In fact, they did win. Barely. Barely. We'll see what happens when the main event comes. Reporting from the Satellite Center, Franklin Pangborn, L2C Media Network News. Baxman? Okay, that's going to do it for us. We'll try to get things in a nice scripted tome for everyone. Forever home. Uh, But we will be home, so we'll have more time to uh, get things in proper order. So all will be happy with the reports. Um, That's going to wrap it up for us. For our uh, news department, Mr. Pangborn and the continuing coverage of what we like to call this uh, petty soap opera from Hades. For Jay the Brain Man, I am Steve the Baxman Bax. We'll see you Friday night at 1130 if people are still talking to me. Back here at uh, 6.30 for more Jada Brain Man presents Russell and May Hutt. Brain? Brain, any uh, further comment? Nope. Okay, we'll see you next week. Very balanced.